0: Hello, everyone. Um, Today, I wanted to share this um, podcast with you guys to um, talk a little bit about driving with disassociative identity disorder. Um, So, let's just go ahead and get right into it. So, Before I found out that I wasn't having absence seizures, I was warned that um, driving and after having lost consciousness was not allowed um, by law for at least 12 months. So if you lose consciousness, you're not supposed to drive for 12 months um following that incident. So, um I mean, it makes perfect sense to me um because you don't want to be responsible or have that on your conscience if something happened while you were behind the wheel driving. Um but I mean, that's another reason why I didn't even try to look for a vehicle to purchase when I had the money to do so. But it also got me to wondering, um, now that I know that I'm not having seizures and that it is my disassociation um, happening instead of actually having seizures, it is still a problem. When I dissociate, I actually don't see or hear anything. I completely black out. That is very problematic. It causes my anxiety to go like super, super high. And it's annoying. Why? Well... Well, let's just say, okay, imagine if you are driving on the freeway and you have a vehicle full of people uh, there's obviously you and your passenger, but then you also have one or two more passengers in the vehicle with you and everyone in the car is silent, whether they're reading, napping, or have headphones on and they're listening to music. But you're not sleepy at all. Actually, you're excited. You're aware of everything around you. Everything is going well. No stress, no fears, no no triggers at all. Right as you start to reposition yourself in the vehicle to get more comfortable, everything around you goes black. And you hear absolutely nothing. There's no warnings, no knowledge of what happened or how long it happened. But when you come back to, there's chaos and tragedy all around you. You've caused a pileup and everyone in the car with you are unconscious. Uh, The people in in the lane next to you are also injured. The people in the truck behind you are shook up and injured and you couldn't understand what happened, but you know it was your fault. That incident is a real life incident that I had to experience. Minus the injuries. It happened just that quickly. I could have killed everyone in my car and the state trooper in front of me by swerving into the semi truck that was right next to me. I broke down and I cried in my real life scenario. It was the very first time that something as scary and completely just mind-boggling had happened to me. And I, I just, I didn't understand exactly what was going on, but I knew it was something serious because normal people just don't black out. They just don't unless there's something wrong. So, um, I cried. I, I broke down. I told my mom uh, what was going on. And uh, when we got back into town, uh, we were sitting outside of a dollar store, I believe. And um, I told my mom, I told her, I said, look, I didn't want to tell you in front of my daughter, um, because I didn't want to upset her, but I have to let you know that when we were heading towards, um, our destination, I completely blacked out and I couldn't tell you what had happened in between those times, um, from the moment. There wasn't a a state trooper in front of me until the time that there was in a a semi-truck to the side of me. I have no recollection of the events that happened in between those times. And when I came to, I was really close behind the state trooper. And when I looked over, there was a semi-truck. I told her, I said, I could have killed everyone. I could have ended that state trooper's life. I could have um, possibly killed the truck driver and I could have hurt us. I could have killed us. And there's really nothing I could have done to stop that. And, you know, that feeling of helplessness, of not knowing what could have happened or um not being able to stop it made me stop driving. And I did. I, I no longer wanted to drive. And um, that's a real that's a real issue when it comes to disassociative identity disorder. And multiple personality disorders and things like that, because you don't know when you're gonna have a switch. There's, I haven't seen any laws um, in my state that I, that tells you if you if you've had a switch or some type of personality change within x amount of months that you that you can't drive um however being that I have lost um lost my way I have ended up in places that I wasn't even trying to get to um places that was completely new to me and I was lost thank goodness I had my smartphone and I could find out where I was Um, But without that smartphone, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have known. I wouldn't have known anything about where I was or um, what I was doing there. And that's, that's not good. (laughs) So then also, I've also experienced um, times where I was, I had a clear destination in mind when i left the house but somewhere in between me leaving the house and getting to that destination i completely forgot where i was going and i had to turn around and go back home because i didn't know where i was going and um that's another Side effect, I guess you would say, to having dissociative identity disorder. It's not as simple as people try to make it out to be. Um, DID is very rare, and um, a lot of the things that you have to experience on a daily basis is problematic and debilitating. So I no longer drive alone. Um, If I can help it, I do not drive anywhere alone. Um, When I did have a a vehicle a couple of months ago, um, it kind of broke down. So I don't have it anymore. But before it broke down, I wouldn't even go anywhere like across Major street. I would go around the back way, and um, I would go to my daughter's school, which is not far from my house. And I would go to the neighborhood market, which is not far from my house as well, um, because that was like in my comfort zone. Of you know, if something happened, I wouldn't be in Around a lot of people that I could hurt a lot of people if anything I will hurt just myself and That's scary enough, but I prefer only me being injured um, Instead of causing a, a, a lot of people having to um, be hurt so Just because I wanted to get groceries or I wanted to get my daughter to school. Uh, So, yeah, I no longer drive far distances alone. I always have to have someone in the car with me. um, Someone that's old enough to get me out of my blackout state, I guess you would call it. I'm not really sure what it's called, um, but I'm definitely going to talk to my trauma therapist about this tomorrow. Um, I wanted to upload this um, this podcast or this verbal blog <laughs> uh, just before my um, appointment because I feel like... A lot of people don't really understand the consequences or the, um, uh, the things that actually could happen um, while you're driving. And um, it's important as a regular driver to understand that not everyone is drunk um, if they run into you and can't remember that they ran into you. Um, not everyone is seen now or lying. Um, they just might have DID. I hope this has been informative, informative for someone. If it has been, um, please subscribe to this podcast. Um, if you have a topic that you would like me to hit on, please be sure to let me know. I also have a blog on WordPress. That blog is LWDID. And um, you should be able to find that pretty easily. I am the only one with that in the um, URL. So (laughs) it shouldn't be too hard to find my blog. Um, And once again, my name is Lynette. And I hope to. Talk to you guys soon. Have a great day.